0: Hey, Strategy Simplified. This is Caleb, the Community Manager at Management Consulted. I want to quickly pop in and share about our new MC community that's launching February 1st. This is the go-to community for aspiring consultants, and we're so excited to connect you with peers, case practice partners, industry experts, and seasoned consultants so you can make new friends and advance your career faster. If you want to get into Management Consulting in 2024, then you're going to want to be in this community. Spaces are filling up fast, so click the link in the show notes to learn how to join, and I'll see you inside. Strategy simplified, we are back with another case interview demonstration. Today's interview is a McKinsey style case. And leading the case on the interviewer side is Omar, who is an incoming McKinsey business analyst. On the other side of the virtual casing table, so to speak, is Anya, who is a candidate prepping for upcoming MBB interviews. So pull out your pencil and paper for this one. The case is called Limitless. It features an e-commerce marketplace in Europe that is looking for new ways to increase revenue. It's kind of got a uh, tech or digital focus. So it's a really interesting case as always, no calculators allowed during case interviews, but again, grab your pencil, grab your paper, and see if you can follow along with Omar and Anya last. Grab the link to the video recording in the episode show notes, where you can see the chart that is displayed inside the case. All right, on your market set, happy casing.
1: Quick FYI, this will be a McKinsey style case, meaning the case will be interviewer led. But yeah, let's dive right in. Sure, let's go. Your client, Best Market, is an e-commerce marketplace that operates in Europe. Best Market generates revenue by giving merchants the ability to post their products via ads on the platform, where Best Market charges merchants on a pay per post basis, i.e., dollars per post. These ads have expiration dates and last for 30 days on the platform. As part of Best Market's growth ambitions, the executive team would like to explore new ways to increase revenue. One idea that is under consideration is to offer a more aggressive package where merchants can post an unlimited number of ads for a set amount of time for a fixed fee. And this new offering would essentially be titled their Limitless Product. The CEO has tasked you to think about how to evaluate the opportunity and whether best market should introduce it to their merchant base.
2: What best market should we introduce to the...
1: Whether... Best Market should introduce the more aggressive package.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. So whether they should introduce the limitless package. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much for the case. So, let me just quickly recap my understanding to make sure we are on the same page Absolutely. and then I would love to ask a few clarification questions. Great. So, our client today is Best Market, which is e-commerce website based in Europe. It's revenue stream comes from the ads. So currently it allows to its clients to post the ads on the platform. Uh, and the platform, le- like the ad lasts for 30 days. Um, And I, I think I missed the part where it said about how much, how many dollars it is for, how does the business model work? Um, Could you please tell me?
1: Yeah, so it's essentially a pay-per-post basis. So like they're just spending- Okay, pay-per-post.
2: Amazing. Or
1: ad they posting, but-
2: Yeah, cool. So, uh, and basically our objective, our CEO of the best market have been recently exploring the new ways of revenue, and they came up with this idea of unlimited package. So uh, they want us to understand whether we should, whether they should launch this this product or not. Is that correct?
1: Yes. And for clarity, the more aggressive package, essentially like the value proposition of it would be that merchants would be able to post an unlimited number of ads.
2: Unlimited number of ads.
1: Time frame. Um, but yeah.
2: Okay. Unlimited ads with limitless time frame.
1: Yes, for a flat fee.
2: Yeah. Okay, interesting. So uh, just a little couple of uh, clarification questions. So first, could you please uh, elaborate a little bit on the current business model of the best market? How many ads usually, I understand it's paid per post, but like, do we know how much each post pays? What is the limit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll actually be talking more about like available merchant data later on into the case but I mm-hmm. encourage you to talk more about like why you think the business model is important for your structure later on.
2: Okay. So, okay. So just about the, the new product. So are they planning to launch it together with the current product? So like yeah. some of the clients will have the opportunity to buy the limitless amount of ads and limitless amount of uh, time. And some of the clients that will pay, like paper post, is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I okay. would think of it as just another product line that they're offering in addition to okay. previous ones. Um,
2: mm-hmm. And point. yeah, do best market want us to look into other potential products or just this one to avoid this one? Yeah,
1: so for the sake of this case, we're only going to be exploring this offering mm-hmm. and whether or not it is viable oh. for- Sure
2: and could you just tell me a little bit more about this market's clients? Um
1: Yeah. So I want to refrain from talking too much about the clients just because we're going to be talking about like merchant okay. data in a couple moments, but okay. it's definitely something we'll get to eventually.
2: Okay. Okay. Um Sure. Okay, and final question, uh Do we know if uh, best market... So we want to raise, grow the revenue. Uh, Do we know by how much and do we have any time frame, any number in mind?
1: Yeah, so no established financial target. I think one concern to be thinking about is that, like, if we have this product offering, how will that potentially impact the outcomes of existing lines? Like any cannibalization would be important to consider eventually but
2: yeah yeah definitely okay amazing ah uh so let me just quickly take a moment to check through my thoughts yeah of course thank you
0: hey strategy simplified taking a quick break from this episode to share about strategy sprint if you're considering a role in consulting but you're not sure that you'll enjoy the work then join strategy sprint for a one-week experience to confirm if consulting is right for you on the project. You'll be staffed on a team of six led by an MBB leader. That's right. You'll, you'll receive mentorship from a former McKinsey Bain or BCG consultant, and you'll answer a strategic question for a real client that we source. So not only will you confirm if consulting is the right fit for you, but you'll gain an amazing U.S. work experience for your resume. Until February 9th, you can get a $200 early bird discount on any 2024 strategy sprint project. And there are three projects running this year. See the dates and get the discount at the link in this episode's show notes. All right, let's get back to the episode.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for your patience. So I would like to assess the situation in the three potential drivers. So the first one would be uh, to assess the current situation. The second one would be to assess the the potential benefits of the new product. And the third one would be to assess their capabilities and the risks. So in order to assess the current situation, first of all, I would like to see which business model is company using right now? How many clients does it have? What is our current revenue? What's the current situation of the uh, company? Then I would like to see uh, the company's goal and in general, see how much, what do they want to achieve by launching this product? Is it only financial or is it something more than that? And if financial, so by how much? And then finally, I would like to uh, talk about the company itself, just about their values. What is their value proposition? Because our Although our current revenue stream is basically the ads, however, we are e-commerce products. So uh, the main product of the company, how does it work? What is the value proposition? What is what is the company's personality? And finally, in the current situation, I would also like to take a look at the clients. So which clients are we currently having and can we expand from there? And what is our client's preferences and what do they like and what do they want from let's say the ads or just this general line of business, which is the ads. Uh, On the second uh, driver, I would like to take a look at the potential benefits and in general effects, but mostly benefits of the new product. So first I would like to assess the financial benefit, uh, whether there is in general financial benefit, what is gonna be the additional revenue, is it gonna get our goal and is there gonna be an additional revenue Uh, even just from launching this product. And then I would like to also see like the non-financial characteristics. So uh, are we gonna get more clients uh, attracted or are we gonna get less clients attracted? Are there any non-financial characteristics of this product that can be beneficial or harmful for us? And then finally, I would like to take a look at the risks. uh, So, and feasibility. So just to understand how much uh, page place we have, how much real estate we have in terms of allowing this opportunity to happen in terms of uh, capabilities. And we have a strong enough marketing uh, team to let this happen. And in terms of the risks, uh, I would actually be careful with this type of initiative because there could be a potential loss of interest into our website if we uh, suggest too many commercials. So like if we have too many ads on the page, our total landing page experience is gonna be very low. So maybe we might lose clients and lose ranking and lose revenue on the ad. And then another risk maybe could be cannibalization. So because uh, the clients will be willing to pay for unlimited service, they might also uh, stop paying for our current services. And that might be risky because we know which one of them is going to be actually more profitable and give us bigger margin in terms of the business. So those are the things that I would like to assess. Uh, And I would like to first take a look at the current company situation and see where we stand in. What is our situation right now? Uh, Probably our business model. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you for outlining your structure and framework. And I completely agree with you. I think it's important that we kind of unpack the current situation, um, especially the current services offered and like what merchants are being offered. Um, yeah. So let's dive right in. I actually have an exhibit for you that I'm gonna Beautiful. share really quickly. So sure, please go know ahead. if you're able to see that. Are you able to, to see this?
2: Can you make it just a little bit smaller because I'm also seeing uh, the Zoom screens and I wait, maybe I can try to close it. I, I'm seeing the exhibit. Oh yeah, now it's
1: good. Amazing, okay. perfect. So, are you just able to see the screen or do you see the the zoom on my end as well
2: uh i kind of hit the (laughs) i hit the zoom the zoom part so i'm seeing the screen yeah i appreciate it sounds good okay sure so do you have any question to me or you want me just to analyze the exhibit and see what i'm what i'm seeing
1: yeah i think Starting off, I would love to hear your analysis, but also looking at the exhibit, I'm Mm -hmm. curious as to which merchant segment you would say would find the product the most beneficial. And Mm -hmm. by the product, I mean the new Limitless product.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Can I take a second? Yeah. Sure, okay. That's actually an interesting piece of data I think because you can look at this from two perspectives. So, I will just quickly show, tell you what I see on the graph and align with you, and then we could we could potentially think which kind of which kind of uh, segment will be most interested. So, we are currently dividing all our clients into three market segments. Um, so, we are having the high frequency consistent posters, then we have the low frequency, and then we have like the the seasonal posters. So those who spend in like around 7,500 postings in the festive, and then they spend three times less in the average day. So this would be like our three segments. And the ones that frequently post and post a lot are the smallest segment is four times less than the ones who are um who are posting less. Uh, and then I'm seeing that those who uh, post... So basically I'm seeing that those who post in... Uh... So average number of ads per month, is it for, for one customer or is for total customers?
1: This would be Sorry. for total.
2: For total, okay. And then we and then we see that like average revenue per month is the highest for the seasonal ones. Uh, if you want me to hypothesize, uh, I would think again. I need to calculate to understand which ones would be interested in in total, like in the offer. However, I have a strong feeling that those who have the uh, seasonal postings are going to be those who are going to be interested in the unlimited package because they pay once and they can post as many as they need when they need it and as little as they need uh, when they don't need to post. And then maybe the second most interested are going to be those who are consistent throughout the year and post a lot. Depends whether it's going to be like beneficial for them and it's going to ch- be cheaper for them to buy this package than just to keep posting. And then the final, I think the... Segment B will be kind of less interested in buying our package because they already don't cost a lot, so there's a high chance they will not even give, like they will not even get to this uh, six thousand dollars per per customer. So, uh, in order to understand which ones will be most interested, I will first take, I will need to understand how much, how many ads one customer uh, posts and how much he pays on general, let's say per month. So I would take the average amount of ads per month. No, sorry, I already have in the posting volume per merchant and then I have the revenue. So maybe I could divide the total revenue for month, by the amount of merchants and see how much revenue each merchant brings us. And then if it's gonna be less than six thousand, they're probably not gonna be interested. And if if it's gonna be more than six thousand, they're gonna be interested. Does that sound like a good approach to you?
1: Yeah, I think so okay. essentially what you're doing is you're calculating the like potential costs for yeah. each segment.
2: Exactly, I'm gonna calculate yeah. the the potential the potential cost that each client of each segment on average pays. And, and then if, compare
1: that to the exactly, price. Okay, exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah, okay, that cool. feels good to me. Okay, amazing. So starting with the uh, segment A, um, we see we have 2,000 merchants. And they pay 15 million total. So so they each one of them pays 7. dollars on average, uh, which is bigger than six, so they are potentially can be interested. Then we take a segment B and we take the on the overall we have 8,000 merchants and they pay, gather twelve million. So twelve thousand divided by eight is going to be one point five thousand dollars. I think those are not going to be interested too much. And then segment C. So we have twenty two point five. Sorry. So we have five thousand. And then. In total, we have twenty two point five thousand thousand. So they pay um, 4.5, 4.5 thousand on average. Okay, so, so far from what I've seen from my calculation, uh, I get a segment A, an average merchant pays per month 7.5, 7 dollars then in the segment B, uh, the average merchant pays $1.5,000 per month. And then in the segment C, an average merchant pays 4 dollars per month, which if we look purely at the numbers, uh, segment A would be definitely the most interested into purchasing our product. Uh, segment B is definitely out of reach, I think. However, segment C, we could potentially maybe uh, you know, try to play with them on that and try to, you know, get get a little bit uh, more, like attract to them and, you know, just play on that fact so that they, sometimes they post really a lot of ads and try to push them into buying our product. Because if Segment A customers are interested in our product, we're kind of gonna lose the revenue on them. However, Segment C is the ones that we're gonna earn on if we push them to buy our product. So definitely Segment A is gonna be interested segment C is going to be less, segment B is going to be less interested. And in segment C, I would love to negotiate with them about it and try to make them interested in our product. What do you think?
1: Yeah, amazing analysis. I definitely agree with you Mm -hmm. into exploring segment A and the rationale makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. So now that we've identified the target segment that is most likely to adopt this new kind of product line, Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to what the financial impact would be if 40% of segment A merchants and 20% of segment C merchants switched to the new limitless product, just to help us 40, identify what the financial impact would be.
2: 40% of segment A and 20% of segment mm-hmm.
1: B will switch. 20% of segment C, sorry.
2: C or C, sorry. Okay. Interesting. So, For right now, okay, let me think how I approach this. So, basically, I can see the number of merchants in the segment A, um, and it's 2,000. So, 40% of that would be 800 merchants. And then, in segment C, we have 5,000. So, 20% of that would be 1,000. Thousand margins. Now, what I would do is to. Okay, so I can see our average revenue per month right now, and then I would try to see the change. So, like, if we take the segment A, we're going to earn on them 1.5 thousand less. And if we uh, sign up Segment C, we're gonna earn on them 1.5 thousand more.
1: Can you explain how you got to that
2: 1.5? Yeah, sure. Uh, so from what I've calculated so far, uh, I can also use like the other way calculation, but from what I've seen uh, right now, as a Segment A customer on average pays us 7.5 dollars of monthly revenue. Now, the segment C customer gives us the average revenue per month of 4.5 thousand. And if we give the limitless product, uh, each one of them is gonna pay us six instead of 7.5 and 4.5. So segment A, those who switch are gonna pay us 1.5 thousand less per person. And segment C, those who are gonna switch are gonna pay us 1.5 thousand more per person. Does that make sense?
1: So are you saying that that number is like how much the company would be losing as a result of them switching?
2: In terms of company, in terms of the segment A, if segment A switches and there is no, you know what, maybe I should make it clear. So 40% of our current customers gonna switch, right? So there's no, okay. So if forty, yeah. So like if the customers A that are bringing us seven point seven seven point five thousand dollars in average are gonna are gonna switch, uh, then we are gonna lose some money on that. And if the yeah. customers C switch, we're gonna earn some money on that because currently on average they're paying less. Does that make sense to you, or you want me to calculate it by just calculating the revenue in total?
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me. I think it would okay. be a little more clear if you broke it down based on like one additional revenue we would gain from this. And sure, then
2: sure. I will. So I will go with it. that. So I will go with that approach, of course. Sure. So <laughs> let me, okay, let me calculate the current revenue. Current revenue is going to be 15 plus 12 plus 22.5 million. So it's going to be... 49.5 million. Now, so we will do like this. We will take um, number of, the new numbers of f- four groups. So I'm gonna divide them into four segments now. So it's gonna be segments A, the 60%, segment B, which stays the same, segment C, the the 80% it stays, and then the new segment that pays us the new revenue. Which is going to consist of 1,800 clients. Does that make sense?
1: I think just focus on segment A and C.
2: Okay.
1: I guess, like, what I'm trying to push you to do specifically okay. is like, calculate the cannibalization that we would see from merchants switching from segment A and merchants switching from segment B or segment
2: so- C. Just, just let me return back to my initial approach. So uh, we have, I think, like, so we have like 800 people paying us 1.5K less and a 1,000 people paying 1.5K more. So in total, it's going to be 200 times 1.5,000. So we're going to have an additional uh, $300,000 of revenue.
1: That makes sense.
2: Okay. Yeah, that feels good,
1: that number <laughs> okay. Okay. feels good. Um, okay, Okay. and so one question I would have for you is like, considering that you had mentioned kind of the risks and capabilities in your framework, how yeah. would you go about deciding whether or not this net $300,000 is worth the risks you had mentioned earlier? Well, our
2: current revenue is around four, 49. Almost fifty million dollars. So I think like three hundred thousand dollars is like around six percent of that. Six percent of revenue growth. And obviously, I want to know what is the client's goal in terms of revenue growth, but um it doesn't sound like too much of a growth for this kind of shift, and I'll explain you why because. What I mentioned in my structure about the potential uh, loss of the customers and the potential cannibalization is is extremely important because if you think about those websites that allow unlimited uh, amount of ads, the user's experience gets really, really low. So maybe we will like, it's very risky for us. So if there was at least like 20% of revenue growth, I would maybe like root for it, but for now, uh unless we assess the risks, I would hypothesize that this is not that good of investment.
1: Thanks so, for that. I think one yeah. thing based on what you had just responded with that I'm curious and yeah. unpacking is like you had talked a little bit about some of the risks of yeah. like clients essentially moving between services. I mm-hmm. guess one thing I'm curious about is how would you mitigate some of those risks you mentioned earlier and even just now?
2: how would I mitigate those risks? Precisely. Um, so can I take a second? Yep. Okay. okay. So I think the mitigation of the risks and the risks that I stated was the, basically the worst client landing page experience and due to the amount of the commercial. So. I would mitigate this risk by two things. Uh, First one would be dropping it on the user, and second one would be dropping it on the client of our clients. So what do I mean by that? Uh, In terms of the users, we could potentially offer the users of our platform, those who come there to buy the e-commerce product, to pay for the premium version, which will be Adless. So we can put unlimited amount of ads, and if you want it without ads, pay five extra dollars for a month. That could give us potentially additional revenues. And again, this is still a bit risky because, but like the people who, I think that the people who are really don't want ads and that really bother them and they want to buy on our e-commerce website that would just pay the premium. And those who don't pay the premium probably doesn't bother them as much. Now, another way that I would go is potentially trying to look at our clients, those who post the ads. so. Maybe the product that we're looking at is a little bit, uh, how would I say? It is a little bit too radical. So maybe I would offer the limitless uh, amount of time and yes, limitless amount of the times that you post your commercial, but maybe mm, we have some amount of slots on the page. So like we would not increase that amount of slots. Uh, now I'm thinking about that perhaps that was the product and it didn't clarify that well then. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so basically, I would like to try to find, uh, maybe to try to talk to more to our users and offer them the premium experience. What do you think about that? Yeah,
1: that feels really strong. Okay. And finally, the CEO has walked into the room and is curious to hear your presentation about some of the findings you've talked about today and ultimately your final recommendations.
2: Okay. Can I take a second? Of course. Thank you. Okay, dear Mr. Sia, thank you so much for letting us work on this project, helping you to identify whether to launch your new limitless ads offer or not. Uh. So, based on the data that we have reviewed, we think that you should go ahead and launch this product uh, due to the two following reasons. First, we can see that the segment A and the segment C are going to be very interested in it, in particular segment A. Uh, and second, we can see that it does gonna it is going to bring you a certain revenue growth, uh, in particular three hundred thousand per year, which is six percent of your current revenue. And however, in order to understand like this uh, initiative and to make it even more profitable, we would suggest you to take a look at the risks. Uh, For example, the landing experience page and also the cannibalization effect. And then we would also suggest you to perhaps try to attract more of the segment C customers and try to negotiate with them and attract them into this initiative, which would bring even more revenue. In terms of the risks, uh, we would suggest you to mitigate it by offering the premium services, Atlas services to our current platform users. And that could bring us additional revenue and grow even beyond the six and maybe even 10 and 20%. However, this is more long-term steps and we would like to work with you on them. Thank you so much.
1: Firstly, Anya, great job. Um, that was a really strong performance. I know we kind of had like that back and forth on the quantitative section, but I think overall that was a really strong case and you handled it amazingly. So diving right in, I guess I'm just gonna go through each part of the case and just, I have some bullets for each. Um, so yeah, starting off with structure and framework. I think the first thing that I had noticed was firstly, how long you took to develop your structure. Um, Something I typically do with a lot of candidates that I'm casing with is that I time kind of each section of their brainstorming process. And we were looking at around two minutes and 25 seconds for the structure development. For future reference, I think you should definitely try and keep the development of your framework to around like one minute 30. And I say that because like, A lot of the time you'll spend too much time creating like sub buckets for your issue trees um, that aren't as messy as you mentioned earlier. And so yeah, just keeping in mind, try to cut the actual time you're spending on developing your case structure. And another thing I had noticed was that your first bucket was a lot of the information you didn't receive from the clarifying questions. You talked a lot about the current situation, the business model on the objectives of the client, kind of the information I wasn't able to give you in the first half of that clarifying part. I would say for future reference to make your framework more messy, I would just combine, like for example, the financial information that you had mentioned, instead of talking about like current merchants that the client has, and then like financial targets later on in a different bucket, I would just classify all of those under one financial impact issue and just address those as issues. So like, what is the potential increase in revenue from existing customers? Um, What is potential increase in revenue from new customers or new merchants that might be attracted to this new line? And that also offers you an opportunity to talk about the customer in its own bucket. I think that makes it more organized um, as opposed to just generalizing it as potential benefits. Um, I think being more specific by just making it distinct as like, I guess, how am I trying to phrase this? As like, instead of just generalizing it as benefits, specifically choosing to describe the financial benefits in one bucket and the benefits for customers or merchants um, in another bucket, if that makes sense
2: so just just to make sure that i understood you how would you actually uh do the frame the, the tree if like how would it look like
1: yeah i think that's that probably makes more sense um I think the way <laughs> way that i would do it is having financial impact as its own bucket that means mm-hmm. like analyzing the upside in its own issue tree um mm-hmm. the potential increase in new customers the potential costs associated with like maintaining this new product line, developing this new product Mm -hmm. line, having all of that under one bucket, which would include like client objectives. If there are any, like any profitability objectives and any like revenue benefits, all of that I would put in one, just clean financial assessment. And another bucket I would have is just specific to the customer. So like what are our main customer segments? What are they willing to pay for this service? What are they paying for current services? Um, Mm -hmm. All of those things. And then I think another bucket I would also probably include is like specific to the market. And what I mean by that is like, how does this impact our position in the market? Like how much share are we gonna capture as a result of this new line? Who are kind of the leaders in this industry that we're kind of fighting share for? but I would probably do that last because that that wasn't really like the focus of this case. The focus of this mm-hmm. case was kind of the financial upside of the service.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, Um. but other than that, going into the quantitative part, I think you did an amazing job just verbalizing your approach to all of the quantitative parts. Um. That was really strong. I think the only, feedback I have there is on the exhibit, as you're kind of looking through each column, each row, I would just talk through it. You did a great job verbalizing like your structure of the math, but I think just applying that to like your analysis of the exhibit would increase your performance as well. But that was my only real feedback on the quantitative piece. I think you did a really strong job just asking for clarity. And, Finally, moving into the brainstorming piece, one thing I would mention is if you're going to mention specific risks in the beginning of, like, your framework, for example, the one about the landing page is something you had brought up earlier on into the case, I would make Mm -hmm. sure that you really describe how you're going to mitigate that risk specifically. um, Yes. And not just new risks that you develop, because you want to make sure that if you're offering, like, a risk that is very legitimate and a very real concern you want to make sure that that's going to be like the focus of your mitigation strategy um
2: definitely Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah other than that I thought your conclusion was really strong I love that you set up kind of the structure for that you're supporting data and like the risks and next steps and yeah I think your delivery was really strong as well so great job
2: Thank you for interviewing me. I had a really a lot of fun and uh, you did a great job as the interviewer as well.
0: If you're still listening, congrats, you made it all the way to the end. That was an awesome case, wasn't it? If you'd like to volunteer yourself to be on the hot seat for an, an interview like this, we record these uh, live over Zoom. We multi-stream to LinkedIn, YouTube and more. Um, so put a little pressure on yourself to do a, a case in front of an audience. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, just reach out via via our email there's a link in the episode show notes to do that all right we will catch you on another episode of strategy simplified quite soon